Welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to the entire world. Yes. Today is day 370, Chip. Yeah, today is day 370, Reese. Chip. No, it isn't, Eric. <laughs> it's fine. Get it right. Hey, everybody. Do we have anyone watching? Yeah, we do. Oh, oh good. Donna? Oh, she went away. It says Donna. Are you watching? <laughs> no, I meant on, on your phone. <laughs> She's like, yes, I'm watching. Oh, okay. okay. Good. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, Eric, this, this is, is it, it, bro. This is it. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe we only have one day until we start again. I know. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. Hey, uh, speaking of wow, today is day 365. <laughs> 365, Eric. Hey, I want to I want to say a few words. Please do. Yeah. Um, we have a live studio audience here, number one. Good to see you guys. Say something. Clap. Uh, uh, that's good. Yeah, good. Uh, I want to say thank you to Allison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Say thank you to Allison. Yeah, you know, we do a lot of jokes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Come on. Yeah, we do a lot of joking, and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But Allison... Puts a ton of work into this, and what's behind that work is your heart. Yeah. You know, your heart for God, and your heart and passion for others to read the Word. And I really appreciate it. And mm -hmm. you're you're the behind the scenes of this, but you do a lot, and uh, I just think it's impacted so many. So those numbers that we're reaching, you know, um, because of the work you're putting in, and your heart behind it. So yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Really appreciate that. It's. It's amazing. Yeah. It's good yep. stuff. And if it wasn't for her heart of helping people read through the Bible, we wouldn't even yeah. have done this. We never would have even thought of this. Yeah. So yeah. She believed in our idea. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's amazing, Eric. Yeah. Janet Incredible. is watching. She just... Yeah, Janet! Welcome. I can't believe it. I mean, I do believe it. Yeah, we just got done wiping our eyes from that. We just yeah. Amazing text. Thank you for sharing your story, Janet. Yeah, thank you. Well, today, Eric, we're going to finish out the year. We're going to read Revelation chapter 19, verse 11, through Revelation 22. Okay. Pretty amazing. Then I saw heaven opened, and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True. For he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. The armies of heaven dressed in the finest of pure white linen followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe, at his thigh, was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, shouting to the vultures flying high in the sky, Come, gather together for the great banquet God has prepared. Come and eat the flesh of kings, generals, and strong warriors, of horses and their riders, and of all humanity, both free and slave, small and great. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the world and their armies gathered together to fight against the one sitting on the horse and his army. And the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who did mighty miracles on behalf of the beast, miracles that deceived all who had accepted the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. 
both the beast and his false prophet, were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Their entire army was killed by the sharp sword that came from the mouth of the one riding the white horse, and the vultures all gorged themselves on the dead bodies. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, the old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into a bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations anymore until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge, and I saw souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For then the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him a thousand years. When the thousand years comes to an end, Satan will be let out of his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for a battle, a mighty army as numberless as sand along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people in the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne, and the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw heaven, a new heaven, and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth disappeared. And the sea was also gone, and I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne, saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death, or sorrow, or crying, or pain. All these things are gone forever." And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write down this, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the spring of water of life. And all who are victorious will inherit the blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars. Their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, come with me, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper, as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high with 12 gates guarded by 12 angels, and the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the city had 12 foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. 
the angel who talked to me held in his talked to me held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city its gates and its wall when he measured it he found it was square as wide as it was long in fact its length and width and height were each 1400 miles then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick according to the human standard used by the angel the wall was made of jasper and the city was pure gold pure gold as clear as glass the wall of the city was built on the foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, and the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. The 12 gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl, and the main street was pure gold, as clear as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple, and the city has no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God illuminates the city, and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light, and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of day, because there is no night there. All the nations will bring their glory and honor into the city. Nothing evil will, will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry or, and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of, main, of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will, the, will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, Everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God, who <clears throat> inspires his prophets, has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers and the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat of the fruit of the tree of life. Outside the city are... The dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and the holy city that are described in this book. He was faithful, witness to all these things, says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. 
Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. And that is our reading this year. Woo! Good job, Eric. Way to go. Incredible. Man, that was powerful. You know, and we read the Bible every day this year with two questions in mind. What's this tell us about God and what's this tell us about ourselves? So, Chip, with today's reading, what does this tell us about God? Eric, great question. Thanks. That tells me that God wins. Yeah. God wins. He's the winner. Uh, And I loved... Um, you know what it said uh, towards the end of our reading today no longer will there be a curse upon anything Mm -hmm. and so sin entered the world through disobedience there was a curse upon the world on the earth and we're living that curse that's the frustration that we live with each and every day all because of sin the heartbreak the hurt the bad choices the bad decisions sickness disease even the death of the seasons, you know, and, and all those things are all because of the curse. But no longer will there be a curse upon anything because God wins. Yeah. A new heavens, a new earth. He reigns victori- victoriously. Evil will be done with for good forever. And he's a winner. And so yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to be on the winning team. Yeah, and which I is where I was going to go with yeah, this. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we need to do what this tells me about us. Yeah. And we need to do whatever we can to get into that book of life. And yeah. it's really simple. That's the book. You just put your faith in Jesus, and that's it. Amen. That's You want to be – God wins, yeah. and we win with him mm-hmm. as long as our name's in the book of life. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What more do you need? It's you so know? good. It's so amazing. Yeah. So um, if you're it's listening amazing. or if you're maybe even watching mm-hmm. and you haven't got your name written in the book of life, today's the day. Yeah. Today's the day. Yeah, you and it's not by what you Jesus. do. Nope. It's what Jesus did for you, yep. and you simply believe. Believe in the name of the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. And it's the work that he did for us on the cross. And then for those of us who have accepted Jesus as our Savior, now what do we do? We live like winners. Yes. Because he won, we win, you know, and let's live like that. And what does that look like? It really looks like, okay, we're going to take his word seriously and we're going to obey it and live it out. You know, I know when you talk about the end times, you know, there's, there's two extremes that people go to, especially what's happening today you know, uh, around the world, you know, there's the extreme where, you know, you just pay no attention at all. And he's never coming, you know, Jesus is never coming at all. Or you get to the point now where many people are saying, you know, they're starting to pull out dates and it could happen anytime. And there's like those two extremes. So I think where you land is really where he's getting to at the end of the reading here today is where amen come, you know, this anticipation, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have to pull out dates. We don't have to like, cash in all our money or, you know, uh, go to one extreme or the other or just ignore it altogether. But you're, this, this anticipation yeah. and how we anticipate is, is really this act of obedience, living like winners, you know. And so when he comes, you know, we want to live in such a way that he would be really pleased with how we're living so that one day we would hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Right. Absolutely. So it's that happy middle, I think, of that tension of like, he can come anytime. And so I just want to focus on loving him, living for him, and making a difference for him each and every day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, my son, <coughs> Micah, he is asking me lately, I don't know why or where this is coming from or whatever, because he's in hmm. kindergarten. He was asking me yesterday about World War II. Oh. I'm like, well, this is kindergarten. <laughs> But, okay. Start early. Yeah. And he's like, you know, was that the 
was at the last war. And I said, well, it's not the last war. He's like, well, has there been a World War III? And I said, no, hmm. there hasn't. And I said, dude, you know, because he gets a little anxious. I'm like, you know, you don't need to worry about this. Hmm. He's like, well, yeah, because it'll never happen in Heston, Kansas. I'm like, well, that's, that's not why. Because I said, you know, man, it could. We don't know. And I said, this is, this is why. Hmm. And we actually read this, everything that we just read. We read that as part of our Advent reading in our oh, family. Good. And so I just reminded him that, hey, mm. in the end, yeah. God wins, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter the wars. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, the sickness. It does All of that stuff is washed away. I love the imagery. Like, describe this to me. How does grave get thrown into a lake of fire? Mm. Right? Like, what's that look like? I don't know yet. Yeah. But I do know I will know. Mm. And so I just love that. Like, yeah. you know, and so I just told him, like, dude, you don't need to worry about any of that. And then, you know, instantly the Holy Spirit's, like, poking me, like, okay, but, like, what are you worried about? You know, like, where is your anxiety resting? And it's mm-hmm. kind of like we don't live like nothing matters. We just live like we can't lose. Mm-hmm. You know? It all matters. Mm-hmm. But we can't lose. Yeah. So I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, Eric. Well, I remember when it was day one. Yeah, I told you we were almost there. Yeah, you did. You kept saying that. Got annoying, but here we are. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> wow. Wow, you shamed Day me in front of all these people. Day 365. Day 370 in the books, everyone. <laughs> well, yeah. It's good. All right, well, good job. Thank you all for watching. Thank you. Ooh, thank you all for thank watching. You. What a weird thing to thank say. You. And thank you. Wow. Yeah. Don't get used to this. That's what I'll say to the watchers. And thank you all for listening and tuning in. Hey, we have my son Tyler here. Oh, my goodness. Tyler's live in the audience. Tyler was one of our friends this year. One of our friends this year. And so was Michelle. Michelle is here, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tyler did not miss. He kept, even at the house, he's listening to us. I love that. (laughs) That's good. It was great. That's good. So good. Good stuff. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you all for listening. Mm. 